Welcome to episode 23 of the Dealers Compressed Podcast. My name is Paul J. Daly. I will be your host today. And 23 is an important number. First thing that comes to mind is Michael Jordan. And I know we have a lot of listeners and viewers from Chicago, so everybody's happy. I wasn't a Michael Jordan fan because he was on the Chicago Bulls. And what city did I like? I like the Philadelphia team. Which one? 76ers. That's the one. Sir Charles Barkley was my guy. Um, I think that he was one of the real, not basketball players, he was a good basketball player and he did a lot for the city and made it a lot of fun but I think he was an entertainer and that was before he got that really goofy golf swing for anybody knew that that existed and so 23 reminds me of Michael Jordan which reminds me of Charles Barkley which reminds me of Philly which brings me to my happy place today we're going to talk about taking advice from a loser and really if you think about it why would you take advice from somebody who lost or someone who was losing you don't want to take his advice now granted there are some lessons that we can learn from the loser. So we should learn lessons from the loser. And at some point in time, all of us are the loser. So whether that's in work or play or relationships or when we're a kid, when we're an adult, right? At some point, we're all the losers. So I'm not hating on the losers and I'm not judging. I'm the loser a lot. But on the things I lose at, you don't want to take my advice. You don't. You might be able to learn something from the mistakes and the wisest people learn from the mistakes of the losers, but you certainly don't want to map your future to the loser. So taking advice from losers is what we're going to talk about today. And this has gone back as, I mean, your mom used to say, be careful who you hang out with. If all your friends jumped off a bridge, would you jump off a bridge too? And unfortunately, mom, the truth is probably because we thought it would be cool. And we watch people all the time. Like I see people all the time say, well, I want to be successful or I want this result in life or why is my life such a mess? And if you like look at their Instagram account or their Facebook or who they're following or who they're listening to, who they're paying attention to a lot of times a bunch of losers i'm sorry and if it's not losers i mean i'm using that i oh mean i am throwing that term around today but when i say losers i mean people that aren't well sometimes it's losers people that don't really have the outcomes in life that you're going after so if you say you want to be proactive and you want to be successful but you're following and listening to and hanging around with people who are lazy and unsuccessful and unmotivated then guess what's gonna happen your future is going to map to them. So the truth is that we are the sum of who we hang out with. We are the sum of who we consume on the internet and what we listen to and what we watch. We become that. If you want to be a great athlete or in great shape, you have to hang around other people that are great athletes and in great shape because waking up at five in the morning to work out to most of us is ridiculous. But to the people that are in shape, it's just normal life because that's the goal they set. That's the goal they pursue in the community that they cultivate is one that encourages that behavior. Same thing with business and leadership. If you want to be motivated and you want to have good ideas, then what do you do? You hang out with other people who are positive and motivated and have the outcomes or at least pursuing the same outcomes. And guess what? It becomes really, really cool to do the hard things. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit because today's topic, as we kind of relate to that, as we start to pivot into a business application, is all about listening to the loser and the ridiculousness that it actually is. So we're going to get into that in a second. Let's see some cool things that happened this week. Ah, got an email today from NADA, so that's the National Auto Dealers Association. Got an email today saying that our application to be a presenter at the NADA conference in January in San Francisco in 2019 was accepted. So that's a lot of fun. So we get to, to go and present. I get to speak to a bunch of people about a crash course in dealership branding. So we're going to be talking about branding and its value and why it matters. Give some practical tips on how to figure out 
how to get started if you haven't or if you've already started, how to hone the message and how to refine it. Really looking forward to that. So that email came through today. We submitted a couple of months ago. Out of 300 submissions, we were one of 55 that were picked. So we're special, but not that special. But either way, I'm excited and we're excited here. Uh, other cool things. It is a little self-promotion. I'm just going to be straight up with it. I searched the hashtag automotive in Twitter this week. And guess who showed up as the top person under hashtag automotive? It was this ugly guy. So, you know, I don't have a lot of followers on Twitter, 200 and some. I don't know why people don't like to follow me on Twitter. But apparently, according to the content we've been creating and posting, Twitter sees us as relevant to the hashtag automotive. So it's really cool to be kind of listed somewhere as if not an influential person, at least someone who is trying to post relevant content. So we will take that. What else happened this week? It's been very hot. The air conditioner is broken at home. That's happened this week. I don't know about monumental. So let's start to talk about the main point of today's podcast is not listening to losers. And so I made a post on LinkedIn this week. Well, actually, it started when I saw a post on LinkedIn from a friend of mine, Matt Weinberg, uh, Senior Vice President at Drive Motors. And it talked about Carvana's latest television commercial. And I don't know if you've been following Carvana's commercials. First of all, well done to the creative agency, beautiful execution, very relevant, fun to watch, entertaining. And from an auto dealer standpoint, it sucks because they're so good. Ah, wish they weren't so good. They are. So their latest one, again, follows suit with what they've been really pushing in 2018 and a little bit in last year too. And that really is throwing dealerships under the bus or at very least throwing the dealership process and highlighting all the stigmas about dealers. So my friend Matt posted this video just saying like, hey, dealers, you got to pay attention. Carvana is doing, they're killing it. They're killing it. They're throwing us under the bus. And unless we do something to combat it, they're going to continue to be right in the eyes of the customer. And the truth is the data shows us that everything they're talking about is actually the customer sentiment. So we'll link them up. They're very well done. They're entertaining. And so that kind of got me fired up. I read that post and it got me fired up. They just show millennial couple after millennial couple walking out of auto dealer saying, that sucked, that sucked. And then the one guy, the star of the show, he's sitting there and he just fulfills a purchase on Carvana.com and he's like, that didn't suck. And then they kick into this whole music video. So when your biggest sales pitch is this doesn't suck, it's a pretty convincing sell. So saw this post, went and watched the video, and they were great. And then after I watched the videos, you know what comes on next? Like Google kind of serves you up some relevant or similar content. Well, guess what comes on next? Are you terrified by your old car? Local. And I have four acres of fabulous pre-owned cars to choose from. Car. We have an excess of luxury vehicles priced to go. Tier three and some tier two. What makes this vehicle so special is that it's a cross between a minivan and a car. Advertising. And you know what it all looks like? The same stinking thing. Well-intentioned, I'm going to give you. I'm not trying to throw. I've kind of labeled them car barker commercials because you think of like a carnival barker. And I know it's kind of derogatory in the nature, but I couldn't think of anything else to really dub it. It just kind of popped up in my mind. Like it's a car barker, right? I know a lot of these guys and they're good men and women and they care and they care about their people and they care about the community and they treat people well, but they come across as a car barker that is standing in front of a car and they're talking about price and they're talking about you can trust us. And they're just trying to make this case, but just, they all look the same. They all sound the same, and it's everything that the consumer has told us they don't like about the industry. Let's talk about negotiation. Let's talk about let's make a deal. When you're a dealer and you're on the TV and you speak to your audience and you say, come on down and we'll make a deal. That's the wrong language because consumer sentiment tells us, I don't want to negotiate. And when I hear the word deal, 
I think of negotiating. So little piece of advice right there. Please stop saying, let's make a deal. It doesn't work anymore. It's negative. So to go back to the timeline, saw the post on LinkedIn, went and watched the Carvana ads, was very entertained. And then I saw all these other car ads and they were all car barker commercials and they all looked exactly the same. Somebody in front of a car talking about prices and deals and you can trust us and all that. And I just think it's damaging, which gets us back to the point of this podcast. Why are we listening to the people that tell us that that's a good idea to spend our money and advertise there, number one. Number two, that this is what our production should look like and not only what it should look like, but there's this incentive like we'll produce the commercial for free if you spend all this money with us in ads. Well, you get what you pay for in production. I can promise you that. I made a post on LinkedIn about why are we listening to Blockbuster? And the post was, don't listen to Blockbuster. And the premise is this, why are we listening to the losers? Because we would not listen to Blockbuster on rental videos. We wouldn't take their advice on how the consumer wants to watch a video, what the experience is to rent a video. Why not? Because they're out of business. Blockbuster had an opportunity to buy Netflix in 2000 for 50 million bucks and they turned it down, why? because they weren't ready to listen. Out of business. Next, I said, why don't we listen to Toys R Us on how to retail toys? Why don't we get their advice on the best way to integrate brick and mortar with digital retailing? We Why? Out of business, being liquidated. Truth is, years back, Toys R Us outsourced their digital fulfillment and their online fulfillment to Amazon, and Amazon came back and ate their lunch. And now, what's Amazon doing? Well, they're getting back into brick and mortar. They're going to send out a catalog. They're trying to go the old model again. Why? Because they crushed the old model. Now it doesn't exist. Another interesting play for Amazon. I just saw an article today about tire sales from Amazon. And is Amazon going to ruin the tire business? It's kind of clunky having tires shipped to your house and then carrying them around. So what did Amazon do? Well, they go ahead and partner with Sears automotive centers. And now they have a brick and mortar fulfillment option for tires. And what's next? You know, they don't do anything by accident, right? Sears is closing stores left and right. Do you think that Amazon might be able to purchase Sears auto centers at a really good value and then have a national distribution chain by which to sell automotive products and services? I'll let you answer that. It's kind of common sense though. And so if we follow this model right back to what we're talking about today, why are dealers and other advertisers, digital retail, brick and mortar, why are we listening to local TV networks telling us how to spend our money in advertising and telling us what is good production? Why? They are dying. Netflix is killing them. Hulu is killing them. They're getting crushed. So if we hang around them, back to the premise of the thing, if we're gonna hang around those people, what do we expect that they're going to tell us? Do we expect that we're going to succeed if we follow their advice or do the things that they do? I don't think so. Don't listen to the people who are losing, or at least don't take advice on how to succeed from them. We should learn lessons from them. We should pay attention to them. We should learn from their mistakes so that we don't make the same mistakes, but what we absolutely shouldn't do is take their advice as a good idea. So episode 23 of the Dealers Compressed podcast is about not listening to losers. If you're younger, which if you're watching this and you're younger, like 
I don't even know what to say because you're just either really ahead of your time or you're very, very unsupervised and you've watched everything on the internet so you've landed here. Either way, hang around the people that map to where you want to be in, in life. Find mentors that have what you want and listen to them. And that goes for if you're in high school and you're looking to find a career, if you're in your early 20s and you're looking to say, how do I advance my career? If you want to have a successful relationship, don't listen to the people that have crappy relationships or no relationships and how to find one. And if you are in business and you are in this modern advertising marketing environment, don't listen to the dying companies on how to be successful. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching the video content. If you haven't watched the video content, you need to. Because this team that produces it, they make me laugh every week. I record it and then they add all this other great stuff and it makes me laugh. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Please, please, please don't listen to the losers. And if we all stick together and want to grow and go forward, I believe that we can do it as a community. Thank you for listening. Pursue clarity. That's all I got.